You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I am Heather Caro. And I'm Marcus Ashlock. And we're your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us for a great morning of discussions. We've had great guests on if you've missed any of it. You can always check out our podcast wherever you pick up your podcasts and uh, just look for Real Presence Live and we'll be there. Um, So we're going to just move right along because we have a great fundraiser that we want to talk about next with Ken Sims. Good morning, Ken. Hi. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Yes. um, I'd like to, first of all, I'd like to thank you um, for giving me the opportunity to um, inform your listeners about our Knights of Columbus ultrasound uh, initiative that we're currently involved in. Yeah. Well, and just so you know, Ken, we just got done interviewing Deacon Rob Tome. Yes. Um, (laughs) He said to say hi. He's a very, he's a brother knight and a very, very dear friend of mine. Yeah. And he's, he knew you were coming up, so he's told us to ask you really, really hard questions. So. Oh, uh, no. That sounds, <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounds like Rob, yeah. <laughs> so you have a Knights of Columbus fundraiser coming up. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so um, we are in contact with the Women's Care Center in Fargo. Uh, they used to be called the First Choice Clinic. Now, the Women's Care Center, Um, they're a pro-life pregnancy center. They serve both mothers and their babies before and after birth. Mm -hmm. They have seen, now, they have seen an increase in the demand for their services. Uh, Within the last last three years, they said they've seen a 300% increase in the demand for their services. Yes. So, because of the increased demand... They are exploring the possibility of opening a second center in Moorhead. Um, and um, they need another ultrasound machine for the new office. So they came to me. They, I knew one of the directors at the Women's Care Center, and she asked me if the Knights of Columbus are involved in the ultrasound program. And because she had heard about it. And I said, yes, we are. So um, that's how this got started. Well, and people hear medical equipment expense. That's that's probably not a cheap piece of equipment. No. No, in fact, it's the average around $40,000 oh, for, wow. for a new machine. Mm-hmm. And um, so the uh, Knights actually have been doing this since 2009 nationally. Um, they've they've surpassed fifteen hundred ultrasound machines. Whoa, last, last that's January. amazing! It is amazing because it's you know it, it's very expensive to do and costly, of course. And um, you know, and even in Minnesota, I checked this. I wanted to say this because it's so important. Since uh, two thousand eleven. Minnesota councils have donated 46 ultrasound machines in the state of Minnesota. That's amazing. So, it is amazing. So, um, and well, we're uh, we're trying to add to that list. Absolutely. So, 
Yes. Let's take a step back because Moorhead has a unique uh, position now that the the overturn of Roe v. Wade. Um, so can you talk about the climate now in Moorhead um, and why this is so important? Well, of course, with the Roe decision being overturned does increase the demand for, their, for the uh, Women's Care Center services in Moorhead because uh, it's been reported that the um, abortion business in Fargo uh, is going to move on this side of the river, mm-hmm. but they haven't really given too much uh, information on that, mm-hmm. but that's been reported. So um, because of that, the increased demand that the Women's Care Center already has will just it'll just even go higher. Yeah, so, which is... It, it's a good thing that the women are going there, but it, it just sounds like if they increase 300% and now it's going to increase again, hmm. yes. they yes, really they need our support. Yes, that's what this decision has caused all over the country. Um, let me just explain a little bit more about the ultrasound initiative you mm-hmm. know, that the KCs do. It's um, uh, the state and local council... Um, are assigned, when they uh, take this up, they are to get 50% of the cost of of an ultrasound machine. And um, when we achieve that goal, the Supreme Council, which is in, I believe, New Haven, Connecticut, that's the national headquarters for the KCs, they will, you know, provide the other 50% of the cost. So, you know, it's not like we need to raise, you know, the $40,000. We, we get help from the mm-hmm. National uh, uh, um, national Council Supreme. Hmm. So that's where we're at now. We're in the ball, you know, we started this about a month ago. Um, um, the council that I'm in um, is, is uh, both churches in Moorhead, St. Joseph's and St. Francis de Sales. So we have a pretty big council compared to others in the state of Minnesota. Mm. So uh, we have a lot of donors already, and it's uh, we're we're having some success. Well, great, yeah. Because I mean, even at half twenty thousand dollars, that's not pocket change. You just don't find that (laughs) on the couch cushion. No, and especially these days with the cost of everything going up, you know. um, But you know, this this kind of giving for me. Um, is easier because mm-hmm. it it's so important. I mean, we need we need um, we need to save the babies. Mm-hmm. Is there any kind of uh, nonprofit grants that you can apply for to help offset the cost of something like this? Or, well, not that I know of. Um, I know other councils in Minnesota and North Dakota. We we received some donations from North Dakota. But um, and and from anybody that lives in this area, of course. Yeah. Um, we we've been getting donations from all over, um, both you know North Dakota, Minnesota. Right. Um, some councils have been very generous. Um, what's so that? where where can people donate if they are wanting to help oh, with this fundraiser? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the easy well so. Both churches in Moorhead, their offices have been, um, you know, told about our efforts here. And they 
are open to receive donations from parishioners. Um, mostly that go to their, our churches in, in uh, Moorhead. But we do have an easier way, and I've gotten a lot this way, to our post office box in Moorhead. Oh. And that, that is probably the easiest way, because all you do is just put a stamp on an envelope and send it to post office box 991. Oh, and that's it's easy. Moorhead, Minnesota. Yeah, and Moorhead, Minnesota. But the zip code is a little different. It's 56561 because it's a P.O. box. Sure. Right. So, and that's to make that out to Knights of Columbus of Moorhead, right? Oh, yes. Yes. And let me just say that, too. On the checks that, uh, that people write in the memo line, just put ultrasound initiative in that memo line. And um, that's all. And just, oh, make it out to Casey's yeah, or Knights of Columbus. Yeah. Okay. So can you talk a little bit, we only have just about a minute or two left, Ken, but can you talk about sure. the importance of these ultrasound machines? Well, we, we know that they help um, save lives, save babies' lives. I've heard numbers such as when a woman sees a picture, an ultrasound picture of their growing baby, that 90% of them choose life. Wow. That is, that is unbelievable. I mean, that is how important this machine is. It saves lives. Wow. So, Beautiful. You know, and it's what I always, this is my slogan I made up. <laughs> um, it, it's the, this kind of donation is the gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it keeps on giving life. Mm. Beautiful. So, we are um, halfway there, and we're going to make it. Yes. So within a month or so, you're already halfway to your goal. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. Um, and after we get to our goal, then I have to contact the Supreme KCs, um, and they have a little paperwork to do to do to cut the check so we can purchase it. Beautiful. Yep. Ken and Sims. The quote, the quote is just under 40000 for this, and it's... Okay. Uh, They've already picked it. Uh, the Women's Care Center has uh, a contract with the GE company. So, okay. And anyway, then once, once you uh, get it ordered, how long will it take for it to arrive? Oh, I, I think it's like they the company has been you know has has the quote and they're ready to install it oh, as soon great. as we get this done. So it's going to be pretty pretty quick. Nice. Good. And, you know, the, the, the new office in Moorhead, the Women's Care Center, said, you know, they, they pretty much need an ultrasound uh, machine to do, to do what they need to do. Um, yeah. Without it, it really, you know, they, they do a lot of counseling and, and support for women in, uh, that are needed and pregnancy tests. And, and it's all free of charge, and they don't, they don't judge anyone in anything like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, um, it's a, a great cause, and I, I yeah. hope we can get some, some more donations just, you know, from getting the word out. Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We're glad to have you today. Ken, thank you yeah. for joining us and promoting this and, and uh, heading up the fundraiser. Yeah, you are so welcome, and uh, let's, let's get those babies saved. Okay. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Ken Sims, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. All right. So that was Ken Sims. He is doing a fundraiser um, for the uh, 
Moorhead uh, Pregnancy Center. If you wanted to donate, the P.O. Box is 991, P.O. Box 991 in Moorhead, Minnesota. And you can make the check out to the Knights of Columbus. They're trying to get an ultrasound machine. A lot of people are going to be heading towards mm-hmm. Minnesota mm-hmm. from North Dakota and South Dakota. So uh, the Pregnancy Center really needs your help. Uh, again, the P.O. Box is 991 in Moorhead, Minnesota. Uh, folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Marcus and I are going to wrap up today's show. Yeah. So, so we have to talk again to each other? We have to talk oh, again wow. to each other. Wow. I know, right? You didn't tell me that before I agreed to be on the radio. I know. I'm sneaky. So, <laughs> folks, stay right with us. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com slash contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director of Riverview Place. I've worked my entire career in healthcare as a social worker in the hospital, skilled nursing, and hospice settings. I love my job. Not only do I get to work with a caring, dedicated team that displays human kindness to every resident, it's a privilege to offer seniors a lifestyle that reminds me of what it felt like to grow up in the small rural town of Buffalo, North Dakota. To join our faith-based community, call us today for a tour at 701-412-1952. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I am Heather Caro, and thank you for joining us for Real Presence Live this morning. I and I'm am, Marcus Ashlock, yes. your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the Honor Our Fathers music, but I'm not sure I see Honor Our Fathers. So let me look, folks. Pause. Everybody pause. pause. Everybody pause. Bated breath. <laughs> so <laughs> we thank you for joining us. We've had great conversations this morning. We really have. 
Uh, yeah, we had a lot of vocation stories, mm-hmm. um, and I always love vocation stories, so that's always always a good thing. Well, and growing up Protestant, you know, we didn't have the religious life folks in our lives, you know, so oh, pastors so were married and had family. Thing. Yeah, it is. And so, I mean, it's really, you know, like Sister Lynn talked about how... You know, she stood up for the first time, mm-hmm. and she didn't know where that came from. And yeah. as a Protestant, you know, you, well, especially as a Southern Baptist, you know, you are taught that once you give your life to God and you become saved, you, you know, answer that altar used call. Air quotes with that. I did. Well, you know, I mean, Catholics believe in being saved, too, but they just use different language, you know, yeah. about it. But, um it's kind of like that confirmation period that that you, as a mm, Catholic, mm-hmm. you go through catechesis and then you discern whether or not you you know want to live as a Catholic and then you either as be confirmed as an yeah. adult and then you become confirmed. But you know, as a Protestant, you know you grow up, you know, like in my experience, you grow up going to church, and I remember the day that I Went felt the same the same thing that Sister Lynn talked about. It resonated with me because I felt this. There was something inside, you know, I don't know how many times I'd been to church and heard the, the altar call at the end and, you know, everybody's every head bowed and every eye closed and all this other stuff. And if you feel, you know, that you've got sin in your life, raise your hand. And, of course, everybody raises their hand, you know, and, and all of this. And it's every head bowed and every eye closed. Are you going to start yelling and stuff? No, no. I'm not, I don't have any snakes either. But anyway, <laughs> but, you know, you answer this call and then you walk up by yourself hmm. to the front and profess your faith and you know you pray that sinner's prayer you know and everything and then you become saved and you give your life to hmm. God kind of a thing and so uh, you never know when it's going to happen but I mean nobody told you what it was going to be like and just all of a sudden what do you think what would what, what, what okay so a lot of people who are listening might be credo catholics or new to the catholicism but what if they haven't had an experience yet well that doesn't mean that they're not not called to be holy like sister lynn and sister mm-hmm. denise talked about it's not you know, always a it, it's different for every, it's not it's mm-hmm. not i mean it could be a slow burn you know that you may have some experience later and then all of a sudden, you know, like Sister Lynn talked about, you know, she realized that there were experiences through her life that she had yeah, that all of a sudden made sense. Yeah, hindsight. In, in, in hindsight. And it could be just like that, you know, that... Well, and we had a, a conversation with Deacon Rob Tome, who just became a deacon um, last month. And I, you know... I couldn't help but think when he was talking about um, his wife's involvement and spinning three plates. So spinning his work life, married life, and his diaconate. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he he worded it very well where he's spinning these three plates and trying to keep them all up in the air. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know, that's probably, <laughs> you know, a really good visual. And it's also a really good reason why... And there's more than just this reason, folks. Um, why we don't believe priests should be married mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they it is it does call for so much of your dedication. Well, unfortunately for Deacon Tome, is that you know he already works at St. Joseph's. Yeah. So part so his work life is 
is in the church and his diaconate is with the church. Yeah. And so those overlap. But I can't imagine if I work in the secular world. And they do. And uh, obviously, yeah, you know, and, and then and then you turn, not that you turn things on and off, but, right. you know, this day and age, the secular world is not very open to, you know, they're open to freedom of speech when it, when you agree with what they think. And when you don't, <laughs> they don't, they cancel you. You know, this morning on uh, Teresa Tamio talked about uh, there was a uh, in University of Michigan they invited one of the professors to speak, and they tried to get this doctor mm. lady canceled because you know for the first year med students we have the the white coat ceremony they mm-hmm. invite somebody to speak because she is pro life she used to be uh, pro abortion and then she became a pro life Christian. And she wasn't even going to be talking about that. She was just going to be talking about your medical school experience and what to, you know, how to protect yourself and do, you know, so you have a great first year and, yeah. and be ready for your medical school so life. So nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. And they tried to cancel her. And, and the University of Michigan president come out in favor. And it's like, everybody's entitled to their opinion and she has a right to be here. And so they, you know, obviously let her speak. And so yeah. it's like you believe in freedom of speech only when you are in agreement you know i'm sorry but that's you know yeah so it just it it, it you know listening we also talked with Teresa this morning who mm-hmm. was talking about entering the house of prayer um and then a couple of sisters and so i just think this morning has just been very fruitful mm-hmm. i think it has been and you know that's something you know Teresa obviously does not want to live the religious life she's talked about she doesn't feel called to do that but not today, anyway. <laughs> yeah, but she's filling the call to holiness, like Sister Denise and Sister Lynn talked about, in in her own way. Right. You know, I mean, what better way to, you know, she works for Real Presence Radio and is evangelizing as a listener relations coordinator about what RPR does in the community, and then she's going to continue an intensive prayer life, you know, when she's not at work. Right. You know? So, I mean. We're all called to that. Mm-hmm. We're all called to that, and it, and to do it in our own way, and right. so to open ourselves up and to start listening. Mm-hmm. Um, some of us know where our path is going, and some of us have no clue. Right. My daughter is one of those, so pray for her. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm fifty-two, and I still don't have a clue. So. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Right. Doesn't stop. <laughs> right. Right. So if you missed any of the show uh, that we had on before, I know I've mentioned this, but we have a podcast. We put everything up on podcasts at the um, in the afternoon or the next day. Mm-hmm. I always... Or if you're having trouble sleeping, you know, just, you know, grab, grab the podcast. And, no, I'm joking. That's not right. They would no. be up and they'd be laughing because Heather's on. They would be full of Jesus and they couldn't sleep, you know. <laughs> So you can always check them out wherever you get your podcasts or just go on to Real Presence Radio and you can listen to it there or we have a free app and right. you use the app all the time. I do. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of times where I don't have the RPR signal and I don't have all the stations memorized like when I go through Omaha and Spirit Radio or whatever, but they don't have a great presence down in Arkansas when I visit my family, so I plug my phone in. And, and you started RPR. listening to RPR in Kansas. In, Can- in southwest Kansas. I'm, yeah, in the mountain time zone, 16 miles from Colorado, 70 from Oklahoma. So I was in the bottom corner and I was listening to RPR. Yeah. So, so. yep, love it. 
Yeah. All right. Well, Brooklyn has been taking care of us this morning up in Fargo, and she has what's coming up uh, tomorrow on the show. So, Brooklyn, take it away. On the next Real Presence Live, Thursday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, our hosts are Father Jason LaFort and James Gross. Father James Gross from the Grand Forks Studio. Belvon Nathan Carp and Matthew O'Reilly from the t- to talk about building up a faithful Catholic community of college students. And Marissa DePong to talk about an NFP has impacted her family. All that and much more on the next Real Presence Live, Thursday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Awesome. Thanks, Brooklyn. Yeah. so brooklyn is one of our high school students from shanley that's helping us out this summer i'm sure you've heard her before but doing a great job and we appreciate the time you're helping us out so it's been a great show and we have just a couple minutes left overall thoughts on today's show well i think i think the one thing that jumps out to me is and I can't remember, I think maybe Teresa mentioned it, or, you know, I really can't remember now, but God is waiting for you to come back whenever you're ready. Yeah. You know, just because you may have let your spirituality wane a little bit, and it's not as active as you know it probably should be, if you feel the the need to, to do better, then mm-hmm. then listen to the Holy Spirit poking at your heart on mm-hmm. coming back to Him and listen to that because that's the Holy Spirit asking. I mean, the devil's not going to ask you to come back to God. Yeah. So you know, I mean, you know, God's whenever, always asking. It's, that's right. And and it, that you know, I stand at the door at knock. I mean, do you have the the courage to open that door? I mean, even if it's just a crack, yeah. you can crack the door and let the Lord in your life and whatever. And I think what I would encourage our listeners today is. Um, is that there are different types of prayer. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage you, if you haven't found one that really lights you on fire or really makes propels you forward, to start exploring new ways of prayer. Right. I would There's encourage There's more than that. one way to pray. And I'm proof positive. I didn't think I was like... <laughs> the liturgy of the hour. And I love it. That's cool. So, Mother Church knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's not my first time, but it was my first time doing it perpetually. Right. So, I don't know if that was the right word. but I enjoy the Magnificat. All right, folks, thanks for joining us today. I hope you have a great day, and God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.